Baseball with the Bard. Good morning, ladies and gentlemen, coming at you live. And this will probably be the last time I'll have to come live from camp uh, because uh, the scouts all moved out, obviously. We have a couple outside groups in right now, so that's why I'm here. But this should be the last time for this summer, at least. Uh, that I'll be coming live from camp. So who knows what's going to go on in the off season because we have a fall camp and a winter camp. So as you know, I'm always here. But Tyler, how you been, buddy? Haven't seen you in a very, very long time. I know it's been a bit. First, you did an episode with Joe, and then we couldn't get the episode to work after that. So it's been like three weeks. It's been absolute insanity. But we are back. We are here, and we are going to talk baseball. As always, we are streaming live on Facebook, YouTube at Bard and Cross Entertainment, and Twitch at TBard underscore underscore. That's it, TBard underscore. And I just got my notification now from Twitch on my phone that uh, we are live on Twitch. So if you're joining us on any one of those platforms watching live, make sure you join us in the conversation today. And it's going to be a fun one. Uh, as we're going to kick things off, Tyler, with this absolute epic baseball game that we were that ha- has been dubbed the Field of Dreams game uh, was absolutely epic. Uh, the White Sox bested the Yankees nine to eight in this game. It was a crazy back and forth uh, with teams taking with uh, the White Sox taking the lead early, Yankees coming back all the way, taking the lead in the ninth, and then the White Sox walk- walking it off. Uh, I can say. And we'll talk later why I wasn't able to watch this game live. We'll get to that section in a minute. But I wasn't. I had to kind of just keep up with Instagram highlights and YouTube clips. Um, But, Tyler, did you get to watch this game? I did get to watch bits and pieces of it. But I was at a rehearsal for a show that I'm in now. Um, So I didn't get to see the whole thing. But my favorite part, honestly, was this opening sequence. Take a look. Absolutely, unbelievably amazing. Uh, so, uh, yeah, it just chills just thinking about it and looking at the pictures. And, and the video of the walk-off was absolutely just movie-like. We'll get to that in a couple seconds. Uh, the Yankees scored four runs in the top of the ninth to take a lead, 7-8. Then the bottom of the ninth happened, if you ask me, the most epic movie-quality walk-off um, off the bat of, of course, MVP Tim Anderson. And when the Yankees took the lead in the top of the ninth, because Giancarlo hit the home run, I was like, oh, great. Like, let's go, boys. Well, not and only like, did Giancarlo hit the home run, Judge hit a home run. Like, yes. it was like, it was your two boys. Like, yes. like those the, are the two faces of the Yankees, and they tied it up. To win. And here's right. a crazy stat. The Yankees, I don't, I'm pretty sure, the Yankees have never lost when both Stanton and Judge hit a home run in the same game. Oh, my God, wow. Never. <laughs> so, this is the first. 
obviously on a stage that is perfect for you know something crazy like that to happen. Um, oh yeah, obviously. The second Stanton took the lead, or Stanton helped the Yankees get the lead, I said to myself, "Fuck, they're gonna walk off." And then, when, <laughs> and then when um when Anderson came up to that, I was like, "Fuck, they're really gonna walk off." Like, yeah, he's not gonna, he's he uh, not miss. he didn't waste any time, did he, Noah? Nope, he is not gonna miss. Anderson hits it in the air to right, back at the wall, and the White Sox win it. with the fireworks and oh so cool to watch um manfred has already announced that there will be another field of dream games in 2022 who knows who'll play it will they oh i i my, we've been theorizing that yeah, at my job team. we'll give another team to change. we have been theorizing about who is going to be the teams playing and uh my my buddy justin who has been on the show before uh said that he thinks it's going to be the cardinals and the cubs because they were supposed to play in London, uh, and they didn't get to have that game. So that is his theory, to get two of those guys over there. Re- technically, two regional, quote, quote, teams. So you could potentially get a good amount of fans interested in seeing that live. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's, that's I, think, I think I'm leaning towards that. Okay, all right. Or something like, like a Dodgers-Padres. I was going to say Dodgers-Giants. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. Um, cool. It's got to be a good rivalry. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Uh, so there you go. Absolutely epic game. The fireworks, the taunting and showboating by Tim Anderson as he hit the walk-off. Uh, and as I put here, I'm a Yankees fan, yes, but the game was still, as I will quote, you can quote me on this, fucking epic as shit. That's um, it. Yeah, and then there's a picture here that I wanted to show of why baseball is the greatest sport in the world. Don't at me. Uh, right here, it's Tim Anderson, obviously, after he hit that walk-off. And it says, you can't sit on a lead and run a few plays until the clock runs out. And obviously referring to baseball. You got to throw the ball over the plate and give the other man his chance. That's why baseball is the greatest sport of them all. And that's it. The biggest yeah, well, is that- I think he's putting it as – he. that was its direct shot at basketball and football. Yes. That was a direct shot because that right there that you can't sit on a lead and run a few plays to get the, to let the clock run out is exactly what ever, how every single football game ends if the team that has the ball is winning. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he said that's just not the case. You have to have – you. everyone gets a chance all the time. Yep. And that goes along with the Yogi Berra phrase, it ain't over till it's over. Like, you know, if you're watching a football game, you know, you, t- you could take a knee to, you know, get a – run out the last two minutes yeah. of the game. It's, it's over you know if you can leave with six minutes left in the game. Yes, precisely. Uh-huh. In the game of baseball, if you leave before the last pitch of the game, you might miss something epic. Yeah. Um, so there's that. Baseball, hands down, greatest sport in the world. And I know Tyler will agree. because it's 100%. Speaking of that, baseball is the greatest, which means I'd like to watch it more. Tyler, would you like to watch baseball more when you're on the go? Uh, you know, As much baseball maybe? as possible would be perfect for me. Yeah, well, too bad, because MLB blackouts are a thing, and they exist. Um, I've known about this for a while, Tyler. Have you known about, like, the you know you know about that, right? Like, oh, of course. Like, I've, I've tried okay. to watch, like, 
even if it's like Red Sox games, and sometimes they just don't appear because of whoever happens to be streaming it. And I'm like, oh, my God, are you kidding me? Yeah. So the MLB blackouts are absolutely just ridiculous. Um, and can you put up that blackout map? Were you able to get that image? Awesome. So you see there, there's a blackout map. You can see up in the upper right-hand corner of the country there, you have the, the all that red is all Red Sox territory. So if you're in those areas, you cannot watch a Red Sox game if you do not have basic cable or you pay for a service that streams that game. Um, the Yankees, as you can see there lower in the New York area and Connecticut in that light blue, that is another another area where if you're a Yankees fan, you cannot watch a Yankees game unless, honestly, you have cable. Because guess what? Yes Network isn't on any streaming platform anymore. Sinclair Sports, who owns the Yes Network, has, does not have them on anything. They went from YouTube TV, and then they dropped them. So then I went to Hulu. They dropped them. So then I was like, the only choice I have if I want to watch a game is cable. You can't even get an MLB TV subscription and watch it because that's the blackout area. So regular season, local blackout, except for certain MLB regular season and postseason games, as described below in or uh, I'm sorry, or in certain MLB club home television territories for which MLB may offer in market subscription services. All live games will be blacked out in each applicable club's home television territory. Why? Yeah, there's really there can't be a good reason besides the uh, home teams networks being a little bit greedy. Pretty much. I mean, that's it. And as I said, meaning if you don't live in that club's home territory and you don't have cable, sucks to be you. Um, I have cable uh, because Yes Network, like I said, any other streaming platform, and that's the only way I can watch games. I'm going to watch fucking games. Um, And the biggest thing that's a pain in the ass with it is it tracks your home Wi-Fi. So I'll even be at camp, and I'll pull up my Xfinity app on my phone. Yes, I'm calling you out, Xfinity. And yes, network and whatever else. And it's probably not going to be fault. I fault obviously it's baseball. Stuff. <laughs> um, and I'll go into my app. I'm like, oh, let me watch this game. Like last night, I wanted to watch Field of Dreams. Clicked on it. Oh, you're not connected to your home Wi-Fi. So I couldn't watch. It. Yeah, I, I have to oftentimes go through backdoor websites if I want to be able yes. to watch anything, um, which I obviously don't want to be doing. I, I don't want to be watching anything on a website that might have, you know, viruses on it or some sort mm-hmm. of clickable ad. Um, but I do it anyways for the love of baseball. Uh, and I, I go through things like, uh, you know what, I'm not going to name them because uh, I don't want MLB to get their talents into it. Uh, but there are streaming services available to find these games to tell the MLB uh, basically to go fuck themselves. Pretty much. So, and that's what. And that's what I had to resort to as well as searching Google for all of these types of things. Um, and real quick, Reddit is your best friend, people. Yes, Reddit definitely is helpful when it comes to getting things because they don't want you to watch them. Um, Tyler, do you remember back in the day? This is going to wrestling now. When when pay per views used to be monthly, and you had to pay like forty to fifty bucks a month to watch a pay per view. Yeah, man, of course. I would stream the shit out of those things. Oh yeah. Absolutely. Right. My mom wouldn't pay for it. So I would fucking scour the internet looking for a link to You gotta find it. You gotta find it somewhere. And someone has it. Someone always has it. Mm -hmm. You know, you think I paid for a single McGregor fight? I mean, not at all. (laughs) I wait till Um, about fifteen minutes after the fight's over and there it is. (laughs) Right on on Instagram, something most of the time. Oh right, exactly. Uh, so the worst yeah, the worst place, though, Tyler, to be a baseball fan is the state of Iowa. Now, listen to this. I'll put up that map really quick, and I want you to see there. Uh, all right. Yeah. You see how large of an area that they have there. 
around Iowa. Uh, Iowa is a notoriously shitty area to be a baseball fan with six teams, the, Cl- the Cubs, White Sox, Twins, Brewers, Cardinals, and Royals blacked out on MLB TV. Even <laughs> if you're not a fan of those six teams, fan can lose at least 18 games featuring their favorite team due to the involvement in those teams in question. That's just – and that, that, that billboard that we showed earlier was actually – purchased by a fan it was one of those electronic billboards and put up during the field of dreams game because people in iowa could not watch the game yeah that's that's a that's ridiculous the people in the state where it was being played couldn't watch the game on television yep well that's the manfred era for you well Uh, yeah and once again my favorite line that i love to bring up every time we talk about this asshat rob manfred is manfred is a coward who refuses to stand up for anything correct and he will continue to bend and fold to the massive companies. Uh, if you find the right company, you won't piss people off. So find someone who's wor- willing to work with you because these blackouts are an absolute shame. And this colorful, colorful map, while it's beautiful, just goes <laughs> to show you how ridiculous the blackouts are across our beautiful nation. Look at Florida, man. I was going to say, look at Florida. There's like, you got the Marlins, California, Florida. Pennsylvania. Florida. Blacked out by the Marlins, the Braves. Um, so, like, the central uh, the U.S., you're looking at, like, Illinois, Indiana, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Kentucky, Missouri, Iowa. Look at those. It's ridiculous how many mm-hmm. teams you can't watch in those you states. You see the bottom of Nevada? Look at the bottom. Oh, yeah. <laughs> what what oh. are you supposed to do? <laughs> what, what's going on over there? Like, watch a Yankees game, I guess. Like, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, who are you guys cheering for over there anyway? So come on. Yeah. Well, they might get the athletics. Don't laugh. Oh, Oakland. We can add that one to the list of games they can't watch. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. Oh, man. So there you have it. The blackouts are a thing. Hopefully they fix this problem. Uh, I know – now, Tyler, I'm not a huge football fan, but I know of the commercials, free phone football. Now, is that as easy as it sounds? You said free what? Free phone football. I saw the commercials there. There's like free phone football, and like they were just watching football on their phones uh, for free. Oh, oh god, yeah. You can you can watch every single game, uh, either through Red Zone or uh, through the NFL Network. There, it's so easy to watch every single uh, game on the NFL. They've done it correctly. If MLB were to take a uh, a, a page out of the NFL's book, I think they would be doing much better. Hmm. Yeah, for sure. And like I said, it's just one of those things. I'd like to just watch a game, you know, like we can't always I can't always be on my couch watching a baseball game at my house right. on the home Wi-Fi. Uh, and, and the fact that I have to purchase a VPN possibly just to watch a Yankees game, you know, so I could change my location to L.A., you know, so I could stream Yankees games on if I get an MLB subscription. It's just stupid. So, yeah, yeah, there you have it. What are you going to do? The one the one thing uh, and for Yankees fans, the, the one way that is nice is the Yes app does not require you to be home to watch it because you have to log in with your TV provider anyway. So the Yes app does not require you to be home. So that's how I watch most of the games when I'm at camp. I mean, what uh, the hell's yeah. the point of having the Yes app if you're going to watch it on your phone from home? Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> like, if I have cable, I probably have a TV, idiot. And the same with the Xfinity app. Like I said, the Xfinity app, I can't even watch like Nessin, like a Red Sox game if I'm not at home. That's ridiculous. It's stupid. Same with the Mets. I go to put on a baseball game, won't work. I watch any other show, no problem. I watch a baseball game, it won't happen. So, hey, Manfred, get your head out of your ass. Yep, there's that. What are you gonna do? Um, and Sick yeah. of it. 
Yeah, it's annoying as hell, annoying as hell. But Tyler, uh, I mean, I could say you, you as a Red Sox fan, this might be a little annoying as hell for you too. Uh, I'll let you take it away for your boys there, the Boston Red Sox. You know, the Red Sox have been struggling a little bit, Noah. But before we get there, let's talk about our friends at CMG. Uh, I do have some new ads that I don't think you've seen, Noah. Uh, so I'll save the new ad for all four downs for the end of this commercial break. We will see you all on the other side. Attention all basketball fans, CMG Sports presents the Posting Up Podcast, where Lucas Boldick, Sean Scanlon, and King Zay discuss the latest news and topics throughout the NBA. So, if you have a love for basketball, make sure you check out the Posting Up Podcast, live every Tuesday and Saturday on Facebook, YouTube, and Twitch. Also available for download on every podcast platform. The Giants are running New York like the times as Danny is dropping all sorts of dimes. Saquon's thighs are ruining defenses' lives and Leonard Williams making opposing QBs feel him. Receivers think it's scary to line up across James Bradbury and the Giants have a bright future led by coach, judge, jury, and executioner. Tune in to Drawing About the G-Men every Wednesday at 6, live on Facebook, YouTube, and Twitter. Which Manning lobs it, Burris alone, touchdown New York! It's off the Leonard, defended by Simmons, is this the dagger? High fly ball, right field. Grossman back, track, wall, see ya, into the second deck, a grand slam the other way for Aaron Judge, and the Yankees are pouring it on. For the latest news throughout the sports world, tune in to Sports Talk with R&J every Wednesday at 1 p.m. The college football season is coming back, and we got you covered on every game. We're breaking it down on each snap all season long. Catch us every week starting on August 4th. Joe McGuire, Sean Scanlon, Jace Garcia, and yours truly, Obi Muniz, giving you the highlights, predictions, and current rankings. Visit our website at hhwshow.com and subscribe to our YouTube channel. It's all four downs, part of the CMG Sports Podcast Network. Having lots of fun over here in Clovercrest. We are Mr. Cross, but most of all, I am just having a blast on Twitch lately on the T Bard underscore channel. Way up over 300 followers now. I think we are Ooh. about to hit 350 followers. Uh, we had a 12 hour string the other day. We were part of a Fall Guys tournament. 
Uh, we had a nine-game winning streak on Fall Guys. We were doing having a lot of fun over there. If you guys enjoy gaming, uh, baseball, Minecraft, uh, Fall Guys, all sorts of fun stuff I've been doing over there lately. So come follow us over on the T-Bard underscore channel. Join in on the fun. Uh, we do some incentives over there, too. Maybe you guys could win something from time to time. So uh, you don't want to miss out on that. And uh, as you saw earlier, Noah, we did have someone who followed us earlier for gathers following us during the live stream today. Thank you so much for that follow. And anyone else, if you want to join in on the fun, it's not just Twitch. You can find us on YouTube on the Bard and Cross Entertainment page and on our Facebook page. Right, Noah? What's that one called again? I think it's just baseball with the Bard. Oh, wow. You weren't ready. You weren't ready. It's just baseball with the Bard. It's just baseball with the Bard. It was really easy. That was really easy. I apologize. I I literally, like, that was like a layup. I tossed it for the alley-oop, and you were just like, fucking dog. Look, a squirrel. You should know I'm not a basketball guy. (laughs) All right, fine. It was a a hanging curveball. All right. And, and you it. struck out. So, <laughs> call me Giancarlo Stan. I apologize. <laughs> but yes, uh, you you and uh, Noah, you can also follow us on uh, the Baseball with the Bard page on Facebook. Mm. Uh, we do have an Instagram. I'm trying to recover it. I haven't been able to get on it uh, mm. lately. So uh, I'm going to have to try and get onto our Instagram soon and get that back up and running as well. Uh, but yeah, that's it for the ad break. But uh, coming into the other side, we have these boys who sound like they have been taking a break. (laughs) I'm sorry. The Boston Red Sox have been a special kind of bad lately. Um, This shows them celebrating, but they haven't been able to be doing a whole lot of that. They are definitely slumping uh, as of late. Seven. Oh, now it'll be eight uh, for their last 21 since you wrote your uh, Mm -hmm. comment here. They ended up winning last night. Uh, picking up Kyle Schwarber, which was a big pickup. And, uh, you know, even here again, it says he didn't make his debut yet. Last night was the first time he got into a Red Sox uni, and he mm-hmm. did fairly well. I believe he got two hits. He scored twice. He had an RBI. Uh, so he definitely was showing up in his first debut. Uh, hoping to see him continue this as a uh, mainstay in the outfield. He, we, we could use him in left field so J.D. can just focus on his batting and uh you know he's been doing pretty decently well i would say uh this year i mean when he came over from um the nationals i believe i remember them saying last night he was hitting 258 with 20 plus home runs uh so doing decent for a guy who's just kind of been a mid-tier player his whole career um but this is the big news this guy right here noah uh we got the uh, the news a little earlier this week that he is actually going to be getting his first start of the season today. Mm. Today is sale day at Fenway Park up against, thank God, the Orioles. <laughs> uh, so a good, uh, definitely a good way to get a start. They are currently on a nine-game losing streak. Uh, so it would definitely be embarrassing if Chris Sale were to... Uh, get that unfortunate loss today, but uh, he should be fine. He's been pitching very well, um, but he has been doing incredibly well over with the Worcester Woo Sox uh, and been and keeping a good form. So I'm excited to see if he can keep it up in the MLB. Um, but stats wise, man, the uh, they're still in the top 10 for mm-hmm. both hitting and pitching, which I mean, I guess I'm not too surprised. Everyone's been pretty decent. Uh, for the majority of the year, uh, but only recently have they started to be uh, 
the slumpy socks, I guess we can call them. JD uh, has been absolutely mashing, and I have a, uh, a home run to just show what kind of opposite field power this guy has right now. High fly, that one socked to right, racing back. Miller still going back, turning now. It is gone into the bullpen. He got that one, Jerry. Yes, he did. Yep, J.D. Martinez going to right, a three-run shot. To put you know, he's doing fairly well uh, hitting the ball right now. In just the last seven days, Noah, he's hitting 345. I mean, that's pretty insane for uh, a, even a DH, you know, that's that's pretty high. Mm -hmm. uh, so hopefully he can keep that moving for him. Uh, and, then, and guys like Devers are doing a similar thing. What was that, Noah? just want to say the one thing I also remember with J.D., in that last seven days, he's hit one home run. So, like, yes, he's your DH, but he's right. putting the ball in play. Like, he's not just home run or bust. You know, like he's yeah, no, he's a doubles out. guy. Yeah. He's, he's doing what David Ortiz used to do. Just mm -hmm. double, 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 home run. Double, 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 double. <laughs> Just constant doubles driving in those runs. If there are any ducks on the pond, as uh, uh, Eckersley likes to say, uh, he will definitely drive them home. So he is doing very well, as well as Raphael Devers, uh, in the last seven days swinging 273. So what seems to be the problem in Boston right now uh, I think it's pretty obvious in the pitching. Um, let me just read off a few of these real quick for you, Noah, and you can see if uh, we're on the same page here. Erod has a post-5 ERA in the last 15 games. Avaldi has an ERA of 3-plus in the last 15 games. Nick Pavetta has an ERA of 485 in the last uh, 15 games. And Tanner Houck is pulling an ERA of, uh, you know, Two plus, which that's not the worst we could expect right now. But the obvious biggest blow, the guy you see on the screen here, Matt Barnes, who at his last seven appearances has an ERA boy, of 12.6. I mean, if this wasn't a Roldis Chapman impersonation contest, you're doing well, buddy. Was, uh, I'm not going to lie. I was in the shower this morning and I was thinking about the script and uh, how we're going to talk about Matt Barnes. And I just basically was said, the line I'm going to use is, well, Tyler, both of our closers suck now. Like, <laughs> they, they used to be really, really good, and now they're not. So, they both started off the year incredibly well, yeah. and now they're both dog shit. Uh, it's it's definitely not the greatest look. Uh, but, yeah, no, it's, it's definitely hard to see the pitching staff struggling in Boston right now. But – like we were just talking about, somebody's coming back. And hopefully this guy right here wearing his Worcester Woo Sox jersey uh, can bring some luck back to the Boston lineup. To have a force like that in your on your team definitely brings the morale up a little bit. He was at the stadium yesterday, uh, the park, I should say, uh, and they were uh, having a great time. He was joking around with everyone. Everyone was happy to see him back. Uh, so Chris Sale, welcome back. But Noah... Before we get into this little uh, Wander Franco crazy home run we want to talk about, I do want to bring this up first. The record right now is getting a little bit clo too close for comfort. Mm -hmm. um, the Tampa Bay is 71-45, and 45, so they're one of the few teams that has 70 wins so far. Red Sox are five out, 67-51, and 51, with the Yankees only two games, two and a half games 
behind them, uh, going 63 and 52. So, Noah, it is getting tight. And then you saw who was right behind them. Toronto is on their tail. Mm -hmm. Uh, So it is definitely going to be quite the race come the end of the year. And uh, these teams play each other a lot in the last few months. Uh, So everybody buckle up and get ready for that. But first, let's talk about something a little fun. Um, Mr. Franco, since coming up and debuting against the Red Sox, has been a bit of a uh, thorn in the sides of these re- of the Red Sox. He's been hitting very well against them, and he's just been very, very good in the first place. I'll just show you the video first, and then we can talk about it on the other side. Noah, how about that? Love it. The 3-2. It's skied into center field. Well hit. Duran's going to turn around, look up, and that ball is high off the wall. I think it was to the left of that yellow stripe. Franco thought it was gone. Lau goes to third. Line, it's gone, and it did appear to be just to the left of that line. It did, but then it, it, it came down on top of that little triangle part of the wall. Does that? What does that count for? I mean, it came down on. It didn't clear, it hit. You know the the the. Part. Even the announcers are confused. Like that guy, whoever, whoever the announcer was for the Rays that day was like, the like he had no idea what to think about that home run. And you, you put, uh, it would be hard to find a Fenway Park home run stranger than the one that Wander Franco hit in the Rays' blowout win over the Red Sox on Thursday afternoon. With the game tied 1-1 in the sixth, Franco lifted an 11th pitch, Tanner, uh, <clears throat> excuse me, the 11th pitch of a Tanner Houck at bat to deep center field, the ball ricocheted off of the green monster to the left side of the yellow line, separating home runs from balls in play, and then ricocheted off of the flagpole beyond the center field wall. I mean, Noah, that's insane. Uh, the, you really couldn't have hit it anywhere more controversial uh, for a home run call, besides maybe the ledge of the green monster. Um, there are very few other spots that that could have gone. The play was immediately ruled a home run, giving the Rays that 3-1 lead, uh, and it was the correct call. A batted ball in flight, striking left center field wall, or the green monster, uh, to the line behind the flagpole, and bounding into the seats, quote-quote, on top of the center field wall, is a home run. The area where Franco's ball landed counted as the seats, meaning it was a home run and not a ground rule double. No, holy, like, thank God there's rules. Yeah, Thank God they have rules for all that. One thing I didn't add is Cora, after the game, you said that sometimes the um, crew chief or the umpiring crew for the day will mention like th- that as a possibility of a play. Like They just didn't really talk about it that day because it's just one of those things that you never think is going to happen, so why would you? Um, but <laughs> for anybody who can't wrap their head around that completely, it's look at it as uh, the play where – and I should have pulled this video, but it's all right uh, – where the right fielder is running towards the wall to catch it and the ball bounces off of his head over the wall. That is a oh yeah, run. Jose Canseco. A, yeah, yeah, that's a home run. So it, it hit fair territory, sure, but uh, before touching grass, it went over the wall or dirt. It went over the wall, so therefore it was a home run. Weird play, probably will not happen again for the next ten years. Watch it happen this afternoon. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Happens again today, uh, but yeah, absolutely insane. And that was a game that led the Rays to be where they are right now with the Sox only two games up over the once six games back Yankees for the wild card. Can they right the ship and hold their spot? Who knows? Because now we're going to talk about these boys, 
the New York Yankees. Mm-hmm. Even with all that's happening, the Yankees have seemed to have magically turned it around somehow. And by all that's going on is uh, COVID rips through the Yankees. Tyler, this is bad. bad. Look at these names. This is 2020 season bad. Um, in the sense of how many people here. Anthony Rizzo, Garrett Cole, Jordan Montgomery, Gary Sanchez, Wandy Peralta, Jonathan Malizica, Gio Urshela, Kyle Higashioka, and at one point Aaron Judge, who returned the other day. Um, when the hell did Higgy go on the list? He was... Uh, did he was, that just happen? No, he was a short stint. I think he might be back as well. Oh, okay, um, good. Yes. The thing is, though, it's just a lot of names. And Aaron oh, yeah. Lee, Aaron Boone was asked, obviously, tons of questions. You know, are the Yankees vaccinated, this and that? He says about 80-something percent of the team is vaccinated. Um, he said that he, he could possibly equate it to the recent trip to Florida because they went to face the Rays for, in a series and then came back and half the team had COVID. And these are all big names, and the Yankees need these people. Um, it's crazy to see, but still, even with all of that, the Yankees are back. Yeah. The Yankees are doing what everyone said they were going to do this season. Uh, they're now 63 and 52 and are surging to the top of the AL East. And Tyler, I'm going to save this meme for the end of the segment, all right? Yeah, sure. Okay, thank you. Uh, since acquiring Anthony Rizzo and Joey Gallo, they are 10 for their last 14. The power lefties are certainly helping. And that's the one thing that you and I both agreed that they needed was a solid lefty bat. And that's what they slacked. They lacked that so hard uh, for the last, this whole entire season. They just haven't had it. And even last season, they. Didn't have that, and they now they do. Uh, Rizzo is swinging an average of 251 with 17 home runs and an OPS of 807. And those home runs have been clutch. They've given the Yankees the lead. They sustained the lead, uh, and they've helped the Yankees really get more wins in games. I just want to show this video that we showed earlier uh, of Rizzo hitting his first home run in pinstripes. In Chicago, will never, ever have to buy a meal there. And now he drills one deep to right field. There it goes. See ya. His first Yankee home run, and it gives the Yankees. And there you have it. I mean, just absolute power. Uh, when you have to pitch to different uh, handed batters, it just makes it harder for a pitcher uh, having to go back and forth, back and forth. Um, Tyler, you'd agree. Even playing MLB the show, it's you know you gotta you gotta change up how you're pitching if you're pitching to a righty as opposed to a lefty or vice versa. If you have a lineup of solid righties, you can keep throwing those sliders away and you're going to win the game easy. But if you have to mix it up. Of course, of course, you definitely do. And the Yankees have been uh, finally getting that little bit of leverage uh, in their lineup. So uh, if they could stop being sick, uh, you know, they would definitely be uh, even more of a force to be reckoned with. And it, it doesn't seem to be affecting them, though, Noah. They're playing out of their minds. They're playing out of their minds. There is one person that is missing that they need, and that's Rizzo, hands down. Because, like I said, he was helping them so much before uh, he went on the IL. Um, I even said in the Field of Dreams games, I wish Rizzo was in this lineup right now because he would have been a big help. But what are you going to do? Uh, Gallo is batting 211 uh, with 26 home runs and an OPS of 830. He's a, in a bit of a cold spell right now, but a lot of people are saying he's going to turn it on very soon. So I'm looking forward to that hopefully happening. While the rest of the team has turned it on and turned it around, one individual has not, and that Andrew Heaney is not it. And that is. Dude, that first game was. Oh, yikes. Oh, my gosh. Has an ERA of 5.83 in the last 15 games. And you ready for this? This one's awful. He's given up 14 runs in his last 15 innings pitched with the Yankees. 
Ugh. Yeah, he is not it. I don't know what the problem is. I don't know what he's doing. Uh, I saw an article the day he was signed to the Yankees that said he's not a good fit for the Yankees. I was hopeful because uh, they obviously needed uh, another lefty arm. They needed another starting pitcher, period. Because, uh, you know, Seve is still up in the air, not sure when, if or when he'll be back this season. So having him, uh, acquiring him, I should say, we all said was a good move. It's just not working out. Uh, 14 runs in the last 15 innings pitch is terrible. Uh, with Garrett Cole and a slew of other Yankees um, uh, needing out, uh, and him and Montgomery, the start, starting rotation needs to pick it up, uh, and he's not doing it. However, though, Tyler, there is one person who is actually – pulling his fair share and helping the Yankees out a ton. And that is Luis Gill, who threw his first two major league games for the Yankees. And right here you see it. And under the big lights at Yankee Stadium on August 3rd and August 8th, Luis Gill took the mound for the Yankees and kept them in it. He struck out 14 and 11 combined innings, pitched with an ERA of zero. With a farm system like this, and the Yankees seem to be turning it around late in the season. I am certainly excited again. Let's go Yankees. And we'll be at a game next Saturday, Tyler. Lower to see that. Who knows who's going to be pitching? Maybe Cole. Maybe at least get, maybe Cole be uh, good to go with COVID. He'll be able to make a start. It'd be cool to see a nice Saturday Garrett Cole start, especially with the seats that we have. Epic seats uh, we're going to be in. Oh, yeah, that would be super exciting if we could get Garrett Cole. We're bringing my cousin to his very first Yankee game. Mm -hmm. He's very excited to be there. Uh, so it's going to be a fun time for sure, had by all. For 100% sure. Looking forward to going to that. And looking forward to this meme here, Tyler. Please toss that up on the screen for me. This is the scene from uh, Toy Story where they're like, hey, you're, you're going to miss – you're missing the house. It's like, oh, we're not aiming for the house. But in this case, it's the Yankees. And Woody goes, uh, Buzz, we missed the wild card. And Buzz goes, we're not aiming for the wild card because the Yankees are surging to the top of the division. While I'm hopeful, uh, who knows what will happen. I, I really do think the Yankees might pull it out. But – We'll see where it goes. The Rays are a very, very tough team right now, especially with the newest acquisition, Nelson Cruz, who has been absolutely wailing. Uh, Tyler, last thoughts on the Yankees. Yeah, the Yankees have been absolutely nuts. I mean, at the beginning of the season, we all knew what the Yankees had the potential to be. And I think they are finally reaching that potential right now. Uh, at the start of the season, I had the Yankees winning the AL East and moving on to the World Series, knocking out the Astros and going on to face the Padres for the World Series Championship. And they are making that prediction more and more of a reality every single day. The Red Sox have to do something. And with these acquisitions uh, of Schwarber and a few other minor you know, bullpen pieces and minor leaguers, uh, who knows if they can get the job done. But the Red Sox got to get something moving if they want to stop this incredibly talented offensive routing that New York and Tampa Bay are putting up lately. Uh, so here's hoping that the Red Sox can get the job done. And here's hoping that the Yankees continue to have COVID cases so they don't make the postseason. <laughs> uh, well, I'll say the opposite of that. Here's to hoping the Red Sox come back down to earth and play the way we all thought they would, and that's miserably. And uh, let's go, Yankees. Keep getting those Ws. Hopefully Haney can figure it out and turn it around a little bit too when they can surge the top of the division and not aim for that wild card. You see, the AL East is getting tight. 
Uh, not a bit of baseball left, but that is definitely a tight race for the postseason. With that being said, if you love podcasts, make sure you visit CloverCrestMedia.com for a wide selection of shows covering sports, business, relationships, pop culture, politics, and true crime. There are tons of shows. I don't know what the exact number is because there's just so many being That added. just keeps growing. It. Yeah which is a good thing on the CMG network. And if you don't find one you like, start one of your own. We can help you launch your podcast for as little as $15 per month. Go visit the website, clovercrispedia.com, and check it out. I'm sure you won't regret it. And make sure you tell your friends all about it. Click on the link for your favorite CMG Sports podcast as well as blogs, videos, and the latest information. And like I said, very soon, Tyler and I will be back together with both shows coming at you sometime on Saturday. Well, with AEW's uh, highlight shows and Baseball with the Bard here across from Wrestling Entertainment, Baseball with the Bard. I'm Noah Cross. That's Tyler Bard. We'll see you very soon. Next week, we'll be in Yankee Stadium, though. We'll come live to you from the stadium and maybe have a podcast sometime next weekend. We'll have to talk and see where we're going. With that being said, enjoy the weather, folks. Have a great one. And this was Baseball with the Bard. Baseball with the bar.